How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Holiday Special for Saturday, December the 25th. It is Christmas Day, and uh, hey, if you're tuning in for the first time, maybe you got a new smart speaker gift or something like that, welcome to the show. And normally what we do here are daily news updates. Every single day I will recap the headlines in the world of video games. But because it's the end of the year and it's the holidays, there's not really any news happening at the end of the year. And so instead, I've been doing some listener Q&A with the news updates resuming early next year. Today, we're getting a call in from Crimson. Take it away. Hello, Adrian. Hello, all TGO listeners. Uh, it's Crimson here, a longtime listener, a many times caller. Uh, first of all, uh, happy holidays to everyone. Uh, and I have a topical question for Adrian. If you could pick one video game universe to spend your holidays in, which one would you pick and how would you celebrate? Um, and once again, uh, happy, happy holidays. See you around. Okay, thank you, Krim, for calling in. You might recognize their name if you are in the Discord server. They're one of the moderators there. And it's a great question, and it's why I put it on the show today. Very topical. If you, if you could be in any video game universe in order to celebrate the holidays, what game would it be? And I think there's some obvious ones that kind of come to mind, right? Games that have a generally positive attitude, a little laid back. I think about something like Animal Crossing, right? But I mean, that one is obvious in the sense that not only can you imagine it, but you can actually literally do it. I think a lot of people probably are going to do it this year. There's so many cosmetics and mechanics in that game which could facilitate a theoretical holiday celebration that, hey, it would be a lot of fun. Even better, even if you don't have, like, friends to play the game with and to celebrate with, the whole point is that you have villagers to celebrate with, and you give them gifts. So yeah, if I could choose any video game, I would choose the one where everybody is happy all the time. <laughs> For the most part, I guess. And then there's some other kind of open sandbox games that make me think along those same lines. You can think about The Sims or Stardew Valley... But, I don't know, I guess let's try and get outside of those do-whatever-you-want games. I don't know, there's a few game universes that I would really love to be in. I think about Pokemon. I feel like Pokemon has this vibe in certain games where it just feels cozy to play. And this idea that you could be, like, gifted a Pokemon or, or whatever, you have these little companions that follow you around. And, you know, my generation of Pokemon is Diamond and Pearl. And the third game for that was Platinum. And Platinum took place in the wintertime. And so the vibe of Platinum, to me, is very much a kind of holiday vibe. And obviously, we've all dreamed about being Pokemon Masters at some point, right? Oh, here's an interesting one. I would consider myself somebody who is very interested in history. Even if I'm not super well-researched, I think every time a, a history topic comes up, I'm very interested. And so if I were to be brought back to any of the time periods that Assassin's Creed is sent in... I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't want to be a part of the actual Assassins and all the shady stuff going on in that game. But if I could go back in time just to see how they would have celebrated their holidays, that would be really cool. You know, in person, in the flesh. Obviously, it wouldn't be my holiday to celebrate. It would be whatever they do. But I'm always a fan of learning new cultures and new traditions. And what better way to do that than, you know, learning the customs of thousands of years ago. So anyway, there you go. Uh, folks, if you feel like there's any games I missed out on, if there's any video game universes you would have liked to celebrate your holidays in, uh, feel free to share it in the Discord server, thegamingobserver.com slash Discord. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas if you celebrate. We'll be back with some more Q&A for the next week or so, back with the news in 2022. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone.
It's the TGO After Show. Welcome, welcome. So you'll remember yesterday, I uh, I did some Super Mario 64 speedruns I told you about. I did a little bit more this morning on Christmas Eve as I record this. So let me let me tell you how fast I beat the game. Let me pull up live split here. All right, my my personal best for beating Super Mario 64, 16 stars, is 31 minutes and 32 seconds. And that's like the fourth ever time I've beat the game, third ever time I've, I've even really played the game, to be honest. I'm pretty proud of myself. I think I'm doing pretty well. There's not like too, too much more I can improve before I have to be like, okay, I need to dramatically change the way that I move around the map, right? Because right now I'm basically just running and long jumping. But if you look at actual speedruns, they're like diving, rolling, cutting every corner, optimizing every movement. And I'm like that, you know... That's a lot of learning and grinding that I'm probably never going to get to. And then there's some other, like, like I'm doing the basic 16-star path. If you want to do the proper 16-star path, you got to, again, do a lot of grinding and alternate moves that are a lot harder to do and whatever. So basically, I think what I'm going to do is do my line the best I can do it. And then once I've done that, I, if I'm still interested, then I'll try and learn some of the other techniques. But I'm probably never going to be good enough to actually get those crazy techniques down i would probably want to just move on to another game first so i I have a few areas to improve Uh, i think there's some areas that i i have it down pat i really can't go any faster than i currently am but every now and then i'll miss like cannonless if you know what that is it's a particular glitch that uh requires a little bit of setup and you might miss it like six times in a row or you might get it on your first time or i've had a lot of game overs on bowser 2 which is the worst because then you have to redo the swimming section or sorry, not the, I, I, you have to redo MIP skip. Anyway, I know that that doesn't mean anything to most of you, but you just, you have to redo this whole section if you lose all of your lives in the, in the Bowser level. And it's happened to me so many times now. It's just like ruined my run. So yeah, I don't know. I just need to like not die, you know, basically get every star on my first try. And once I've done that, uh, my, my ceiling will probably be hit, but that's okay. It's a fun goal to go towards. And uh, besides that, I don't know, I've had a, quite a few things come in. Like, I, it feels very strange because I have a lot of new technology right now. I have a new e-reader that I told you about a few weeks ago. I have a new laptop that I purchased. Work sent me an iPad recently. And then, you know, I bought cases for all of those. I bought some new microphones because Shelby and I are going to be using them while we travel. I just have a lot of new tech right now. And it feels very weird to, like, buy things constantly because I'm not one of those people. I'm very frugal. Uh, but it's it's with the understanding that I'm either donating or selling, like, 80% of my possessions. So, you know, I, I got to have something for the road. But anyway, it's quite nice. I've, I've been spending a lot of time on the iPad. I just, just got the case for it. Came in an hour ago. It's a whole new world. I've actually, I spend most of my day, the past couple of days, literally just, like, looking at Airbnb of, like, random countries around the world. Because in the middle of next year, in the summer of of 2022, Shelby and I are going to be looking to travel internationally. We're starting in Canada. And so, like, Mexico is on the table. Thailand is on the table. Some areas in South America. And that's all the stuff that's, like, possible right now. Who knows what it looks like in six months as various health stuff lifts, regulations, and whatever. But I I just look at the Airbnbs because I'm like, oh my god, it's so much cheaper out there, you know? I saw this entire villa. I forget where it was. Was it Ecuador? No, it couldn't have been Ecuador. It was, uh... Oh, it was Bali, Indonesia. 
totally closed off right now. You can't go to Indonesia, which is probably why it was so cheap. But it was a whole villa with a private swimming pool and like regular cleaning service for like 700 bucks a month. I was like, what? This is less than half of what I spend on rent right now. You're telling me it's on Airbnb. I get all that crap. So, you know, obviously that's there's a lot of extenuating circumstances there, but I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe my eyes. So we're very much looking forward to traveling. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to live modestly for the most part. That That's very extravagant. And if it falls within our budget, then it does, you know. But I think most of the time, especially when we go through Europe, it's just going to be what we're spending now, just in a different part of the world. And, you know, it'll be a regular apartment or whatever. It's a, it's a great privilege to have, and we feel very fortunate for it. All right, folks, uh, I'm done for now. Have a great Christmas, and until next time, farewell. <laughs>